G'day folks, welcome back to the Ubuntu Security Podcast. I'm Alex Murray. So as you've probably noticed, the podcast has been on break for the past few weeks. Uh, all the team was in Riga. First there was uh, the Canonical Product Roadmap Sprint, then the Ubuntu Summit over the weekend, and finally the Ubuntu Engineering Sprint the following week. So yeah, busy times for the team, uh, lots going on there. And so I thought instead of kind of diving straight back in and trying to do all the CVEs and all the things that we fixed in the past few weeks, I thought it would be a little more interesting this week to actually look at some of the things that happened while we've been away. So. Uh, back in the previous episode, episode 212, I talked about some of the things that were coming up at uh, the Ubuntu Summit in particular. So uh, at the Ubuntu Summit, there were a number of different talks, presentations and workshops given by various folks, both from Canonical and also from the community. A uh, huge range of topics covered there and a number of them were actually given by team members in the Ubuntu security team. So I mentioned one uh, by uh, Mark Esler. Uh, that was uh, a talk that was given in uh, one of the smaller rooms. And as far as I understand, that one was recorded. Recorded, but the recordings aren't yet available. However, uh, the one that was given by uh, Tobias about uh, Ubuntu Asahi, and that was given alongside Hector Martin, uh, that one is available as part of the plenary live stream. So I've got a link to that in the show notes if you want to go and learn more about running Ubuntu on uh, the most recent Apple Silicon and all the work that's been done there. It's a really good informative talk. Then uh, something that I missed actually when I was discussing all the things that the Ubuntu security team was going to be doing at the summit was a workshop by our own Andre, who you would have heard on the podcast talking about uh, academic research in cybersecurity previously. And so uh, back a couple of months ago, Andre put out a call for topic suggestions for a vulnerability discovery workshop that he wanted to run at the summit uh, with a particular focus on open source code bases. So uh, in, the in, in the intervening time, he's put together this workshop and he presented it at the summit. Uh, it was a 90-minute workshop uh, on the final day, and he covered a number of topics with a particular focus on practical applications of each and the different uh, dedicated tooling around that. So looking at things like threat modeling and in particular using the OWASP Threat Dragon for that, uh, scanning for secrets with GitLeaks, uh, scanning your different dependencies with OSV Scanner, uh, doing code linting with Bandit, uh, that's a Python application and Floor Finder, which is sort of C and C++, uh, code querying with SEMGREP, uh, fuzzing with AFL++, and symbolic execution with Klee. So uh, Andre's put together, as I say, this workshop. Uh, and so not only did participants learn about those given techniques, things like threat modeling or linting and the like, uh, and you know, how what fuzzing is, but how you can easily apply it with some standard tooling. And then he's put together a number of different code bases that you would run each of these tools across and find real world problems with them as a result. So a really good introduction as to how you can apply uh, the different tooling to real world problems and get real world results at the end. And so due to the success of the workshop, he's decided to make the contents of that publicly available as well. So he has launched what's called the Open Source Fortress. Uh, there is an online wiki, which is ossfortress.io. You can go and visit that. And it has, I guess, the details of all of it. Uh, he's got his presentation contents from the summit. There's also a GitHub repository with the example projects to run the various tools, as well as pre-built Docker images uh, for the different tools as well. So you can just install those and you don't have to worry about installing dependencies and the like as well. 
Yeah, so his workshop is designed to be worked through in your own time. He also has included in there solutions as well. So if you get stuck, you can go and check those out. But yeah, so it's a really comprehensive look at different kinds of like a, um, security approaches you can take within your own open source projects and different tools that you can apply as a result to get real world results, like I said. So make sure you check that one out. And the other thing that I wanted to cover this week in as we kind of return back to normal programming in the Ubuntu Security Podcast was the Ubu CTF. So this is uh, a capture the flag contest that was put together by a number of different members from the Ubuntu security team at the Ubuntu Engineering Sprint uh, in Riga. So as I've mentioned before, Ubuntu Engineering Sprints are where all the different Ubuntu engineering teams get together from uh, Canonical. They come together for a week and uh, have various meetings and things discussing what's going to be done uh, for the next six months in particular as we now come to the 2404 release the noble numbat uh, and so as we thought we would put together as part of that a capture the flag contest that other team members uh, from across the company could work on so emmy Nishit, andre amir and david uh, did the work to collate all the different exercises and create their own uh, exercises for that and put together uh, the platform based on ctfd for that uh, and they actually organized a cool little story around it, uh, around uh, cybercrime fighting against a criminal gang in Riga. Uh, it was conducted over the five days. They had 26 different challenges and 64 different players decided to take part. And the challenges covered a variety of topics, things like networking or um, web applications, uh, crypto, and that is crypto for cryptography, reverse engineering, uh, poning of applications, and vulnerability patching as well. Uh, that was a category that we introduced, I guess, specifically because that's part of the workflow that the Ubuntu security team does a lot ourselves. And we kind of wanted to give other people a bit of a flavor for what that is like to actually patch vulnerabilities as well in software, not just exploit them. And so uh, it gave experience using a bunch of different tools. So they kind of pointed people at things like WFuzz, uh, Pwn Tools, uh, the kind of family of uh, Red Air 2 based um, reverse engineering things like Cutter and Ryzen as well, Ghidra, uh, Wireshark, Insomnia and more. And so across the competition, uh, 457 flags were submitted, 110 of those were correct. So about one in four were correct, which is pretty good, I think. And of the uh, vulnerability patching part of it, 47 patches were submitted. Now, unlike uh, the flags, which, you know, there's just a flag that you're looking for, and if it's correct, it's correct, and if it's not, it's not. The patches had to be reviewed by hand, and I think David did most of that work. So yeah, thanks, David, for doing all that hard work trying to ascertain whether the patches people had submitted were actually correct. Now, uh, the result was very close, but it was won by Anton Troyanov. Uh, he's a senior engineer on the Mars team, uh, Metal as a Service. Now, Ubuntu security team members were actually barred from competing in this because we'd previously worked on a number of the challenges, obviously not only having designed a number of them, but back at a recent internal sprint for our team, uh, we'd all had a go at the Ubu CTF previously. And so, yeah, we weren't all allowed to, uh, to enter again. It would have had an unfair advantage. However, I did want to give a shout out to uh, Sadako, who's a recent joiner of our team. He only joined four weeks ago uh, now, and so he only joined uh, two weeks before uh, the CTF and uh, hadn't had had any prior experience with it and he managed to solve every single challenge in there a absolutely mammoth effort uh, and get them all correct obviously so yes yeah, Sadaka awesome job uh, yeah you are clearly setting the bar very high for the rest of us on the team so yeah I just wanted to call that out because I thought it's a good example of how the team is obviously both trying to kind of ex extend our own skills but also get other people across Canonical 
thinking about security, uh, you know, practicing their own skills at doing kind of security tasks so that when they go to design and building their own software and systems, you know, they can apply that thinking and obviously build it defensively and build it correct and all the rest of it too. So yeah, uh, great job everyone involved in the UBCTF. Uh, it is a lot of fun doing CTFs and I think yeah, we're going to have to try and do another one again uh, now that we've got the platform in place. It's just a matter of coming up with uh, some more challenges which you know, uh, it'll be interesting to see what we can do there next time. All right, so that takes us to the end of this week's episode. As I said before, just easing back into things a bit this week. But uh, next time, we will be back with our regular programming. Until then, if you want to get in contact with the team about anything Ubuntu security related, you can always email us, security at ubuntu.com. You can find us in the Ubuntu security channel on labera.chat, or you can find us on Mastodon. We are at Ubuntu security at fosterdon.org there too. So thanks everyone for listening again for another week. We'll be back again with you all soon. But until then, remember, keep calm because we've got your back and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.